Welcome to Worlds Apart, Words Together, where best friends share laughter, stories, and an unbreakable bond. Hello. Episode 24, 23, 23 or 24. One or the other. I don't know. I stopped counting. I lost count, but (laughs) I think it's 23. So how are you today? (laughs) I have good news. Okay. I know this is about you, but. um, (laughs) Hey, we can always share good news. Doesn't matter. So I have not told you this yet. So no, I just found out today, like three and a half hours ago that I got accepted at my new job. So I still have to go through like their whole checklist and do some other paperwork and stuff. But they did go ahead and like say that I was accepted and I was like, welcome to the team, blah, blah, blah. So I still got to do onboarding and like all their checklist stuff. But yeah. Congratulations. That is amazing. That is really cool. So it's just, I don't know, for everyone who listened to last week know that it was a very bad week. Um, And I was getting to the point where honestly, I didn't know if I was going to hear back. But did hear back from them, and once I get all this work done, I can leave lab and take up this new part-time job and hopefully focus on building my real passion and see if hopefully that takes off because we'll be transitioning. Got to make money because unfortunately the world is expensive, but this will give me more mental free time, physical free time, daily free time to work on like my company project projects multiple um which i have not been able to do so and well, hopefully that graduate. Fine. so yeah, yeah that too all of that together but, congratulations. but anyway that's, that's my good, good news. news of the week of Ooh. the month of the multiple years. year um yeah so that's very back exciting tomorrow we go <laughs> Well, those that kind of news can always be shared because that is exciting stepping stones into our lives and we need to share that. So I am very happy that you shared that with me. Thank you. Yes. So today kind of we're continuing our, I guess, last week of kind of uh, self-growth February. We um, talked a little about what 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 it is why it's important in five categories a couple weeks ago and then I kind of went in multiple dimensions last week on tangents that hopefully incorporated some of the things that I thought were important in my life and some tips and tricks of that and then this week we get to talk about Marit's ever complicated life oh my god i have been all over the place not gonna lie i have felt really good and really shitty about life in like the last three days so it's been it's been interesting um hmm? this is very true yeah no so basically after we talked about you last week I you know I got thinking to myself and I was like I feel like I need to do some sort of changing into my own routine because right now I'm just so busy on schoolwork all the time I don't take really time for myself to 
do whatever I know also helps me to feel good because I'm like, no, I need to study. I need to do this. Um, clearly that doesn't work anyway because my grades have been absolute shit and I got one grade back today and it was an exam I felt pretty good about and I saw my grade and I was like, well, you are living a delusional life (laughs) because this is everything but good. Um, but yeah, so after our conversation last week, I was kind of thinking, okay, well, I have an entire day and I maybe sit like five or six or how many ever hours I spend on homework, but I, am I really doing anything? Um, are you hearing what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. I wasn't sure. <laughs> Good. Um, but I wasn't really doing anything productive. I felt like, I felt like I was just kind of, you know, scraping along. Um, so I got thinking and I was like, well, what if I try to first do what I f- makes me feel good? Like, mm-hmm. let's say go for a run or eat some good breakfast or just take some time for myself. And then after that, I'll spend time in uh, homework so that I can be really productive in those two, three hours instead of being doing schoolwork for five, but only being productive for two. Result is the same. I probably feel better, probably feel nicer. So I started doing that last week and that worked. But then on Sunday, I was just feeling so unmotivated. And I had this talk with my dad about how stupid life is. I was like, <laughs> so that was insightful. why? Oh my God. I was talking about getting a car and he was like, well, if you do private lease, then they're going to look at the private lease for if you're buying a house. So I would not recommend. And I said, okay, why is everything so complicated? They're supposed to be our basic needs and they're so expensive, so unavailable. And so we had a very long discussion, felt super unmotivated. Then finally I got my journals that we'll go into later. So yesterday I felt super motivated, super like, okay, we're going to be fine. Everything is going to be okay. doesn't matter. I feel good about whatever's going on. And then this morning I get my grade back and I'm like, what is even the point? So it's been, it's been a roller coaster the last week. So. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to read to you what I wrote you this morning um, in your mist of crisis land, because I can probably never re-say that again in the way that I wrote it. Okay. So to give you some backstory, it's basically what Mari just said. Um, and just kind of like figuring out... Yeah, I said I was going to drop out of school. Yeah, Mara is like, I'm done with school. I want to drop out. And I told her my advice is don't make a decision that you're going to regret uh, just because you're in a hard spot right now because pushing through will be rewarding. However, that being said, if this is destroying your life, mentally, physically pushing you backwards, and you see a life just as good for yourself without it, then yes, drop out. There's a fine line between giving up and quitting with reason 
Make sure that you're quitting for a reason and that quitting will actually enhance your life situation. And um, we went on and Marta was like, oh, I'm just super frustrated. This is just my frustration talking. Um, And she was like, I'm really questioning if school is all worth it. And then I so enlightenedly say, because at 5.36, the 5.30 to 6.30 a.m. time is like, big brain here. I say some of the best shit ever. <laughs> so my response to Marit saying she's just wondering if school and career, all that is her best option. I said, I or do if that is really what I want to do. Like, yes, I I responded saying, and I will stand by this to anyone who, like, I truly believe this, just even with my own experiences going through school, going through grad school, being in school way too long for the amount of education I have. Um, I said, I do believe that we, especially as women, because I do believe that there are distinct physiological and psychological differences, um... Our, our, as we age, our priorities change. We are taught in today's world to go after it, that we can do whatever men can do, which, yes, I do believe as well, that we need to we need a career to be happy and fulfilled. However, I think that women go through this identity crisis at the middle of 20s, maybe later, maybe earlier, depending upon maturity. I think that women go through this identity crisis where everything they've been taught and pushed Um, no longer makes them happy. We find new interests. We discover what really make us happy. And that thing that makes us happy may not be what society dictates. And I think that's where we, as females specifically, get overly stressed compared to our male counterparts. And I think that's why we live in this huge like high anxiety, high stress, high pressure situation, because we're told you can do everything that males can do, which is true. I do think that we have that cap, like we have the intelligence to do that, but also there's part of the female brain, part of female physiological status that emotions and and train of thoughts take place that guys don't, that our male counterparts don't go through. They don't have the same. So for us to be told we have to do both and both will make us happy or this will definitely make you happy. Most of the time what society is dictating is not what I have found to be like the, what really, like we, we're, we get pushed too much to yeah. do everything. When really we just need because to do what we makes us happy. Both are expected to build this career and start a family, continuing our career while we're nine months pregnant, shit like that. And I do. Well, yeah. Go ahead. It's one of those things where we now have come to. We live. We both live in countries where you know, women do technically have equal opportunity to excel in theory. Um, And so we're pushed of like, oh, you need to, you know, push yourself to be the best, make a career, make a name for yourself, do this, do that, whatever. 
but we have maternal instincts. We have a brain that works completely different than a guy. And some of that comes down to, holy shit, I need to have kids if I want kids. There's something that genuinely changes in our brain when we have kids that the male does not go through. That was another thing that I was freaking out about last week. I was freaking out about everything. I was like, I was, I was talking to Michael and I said, well, you know, at this rate, I'm not going to be able to afford a house until I'm old. And then I need to have money for a family. But also my biological clock eventually will run out, be done. So males can be like, you know what? 35, maybe we'll start having children. I'm like, no, my, my body won't accept. <laughs> like I, I need to start a bit earlier if I want to have multiple children. Yeah. I think it's just hard because like, it's been proven several times. Like you can have kids in your upper forties. I mean, my mom had my well, sister yeah. when she was in her forties, but most of the time you don't want to be an older parent. Like no. you just don't. You just don't, and we're to the age, well, me more so than you because I'm two years older than you, but we're both in that age range Range. where we have to kind of make a decision. Do we want to pursue a career? Do we want to have a family? And which leg are we going to allow to suffer more? Um. Because I was actually having a discussion a couple weeks ago with one of my professors, and his wife was like a go-getter. She owned her home, her she owned her own business. She was just like this very determined, motivated individual. And then she got pregnant, she had their kid, and she's like, I'm done. <laughs> she's like, I want to stay at home with my kid. I want to do this, I want to do that. Now, they both work, they sold the company. He makes plenty of money, so on and so forth. It worked it out. It works out. But the female has to understand there's literally chemicals in our body that change when we go through childbirth. Yeah. And are we willing to give up the maternal instinct? Are we willing to let someone else raise our kid by putting them into daycare, to put them into after-school care, to put them into all of this? Are we willing to take business trips and be away from our kids and, you know, all that stuff? Like, there's yeah. a whole dynamic that the males don't really have to think about. Right. They just get you pregnant and then live a happy life. <laughs> and, I mean, I know there's stay-at-home dads and there, there's stuff like that, which is great. Because, I mean, it just works in their dynamic. And every couple, every partnership, every marriage is all different in what, you know, helps them. But regardless, to not go down the rabbit hole too far, (laughs) we're in the age of crisis because society tells us you need to have a career. You need to max your education. You need to do this. You need to do that. When our human side is like, but... That doesn't make me happy, and that causes me stress. And I really just want to have a family, if you're someone who wants family. I just want to, you know, I just want to be happy. I don't want to be stressed. And we're in that constant battle, and I think that's 
something that's potentially unique to women. I I would agree with you. And I'm definitely feeling because, you know, even though I might not graduate, I don't know. I first have to pass <laughs> all my too, classes. <laughs> um, I am going to be at a point where I'm going to have to make certain decisions. Mm-hmm. And those decisions revolve a career and starting a family or starting to build a life with Michael. And it's, it's difficult because it's stressing me out. And not only do I have to choose between not, I don't really have to choose between the two, but it is like, well, if I choose one path, you're kind of going that direction I don't know. It's it's hard to explain it in words, I feel like. Um, but I'm feeling as if if I choose a path in my career that I kind of have to go that way instead of being able to, you know, switch. Because then I would feel guilty or I would feel this kind of thing of like, well, I've gone through these six, seven years of education and what am I going to do with it? Yeah. I end up being a freaking waitress? No. So somewhere tells me like, no, you need to take this as far as you can into the best career possible. But then I'm thinking, well, but those jobs don't sound like they will be enjoyable. (laughs) Like I would go to work with, you know, a good attitude every day. Yeah, I think it's definitely really hard to find a job that kind of gives you the best of both worlds. And honestly, I don't know if there is one for everyone. I don't know either. (laughs) But it's, it's definitely something that's just been stressing me out the last few days and it more so because I've been failing my exam. So I'm like, well, for me, the thing is I need to make money. And the way that I make money is by working and me failing my exams just shows me like, okay, but you won't be working because you got to redo this class. So you're stuck in school forever. And if I don't get my degree, then all the, like gifts I've received from the government, all this free travel that I've received from the government, I would have to pay back. Yeah. So regardless, I'm going to have to find a way to finish my degree. Otherwise I'm double fucked. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, I don't know if there is one right answer. I think. I don't think so. It's kind of like, Take it a day-by-day type of thing. Yeah. And, well, now that you say that, I'll jump right into one of the topics I talked about in the blog as well. And that was, I called it Overcoming Academic Struggles. And I got a good, some good advice from one girl today. And she said, well, you right now just got to focus on what needs my attention? What can I do right now? And take that one step at a time. 
um, because I have all these things that need to get done, but this needs to get done later than this thing. So I'm going to focus on that whenever I'm done with the retake exam or something like that. So that is something what I want to do this week, next week, and the week after is just to focus on what needs to get done first, what needs my attention first before diving into something else. Um, Hopefully that will help me feel a little bit less overwhelmed because today I was just so overwhelmed with everything that I was like, fuck, I got to do this. I got to do that. I have this, I have that. And I filled this exam. So now I got to worry about that. And then nobody's going to want me because I have shitty ass grades. So I just went into this downward spiral. It really matter. It, they do if you want to pursue a PhD. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. As if you want to stay in academia, they do, but if you yeah. just want a job, they just care that you love. No, if you want a job, no. But I, I have seen a few interesting PhD positions that were very appealing. So it is something I've been looking into. Fair. Um, but I, for right now, want to take a step away from these stressful things because we are here to grow. So we're going to be focusing on growing instead of this negative thought. I've had plenty of those today. (laughs) So I guess because we've been talking about so much about academic challenges, what motivates you to kind of overcome these challenges and navigate the obstacles that you've seen? Um, What motivated me at first was definitely, it was a degree that I enjoyed and I could really see myself um, as this kick-ass forensic psychologist working as like the first Dutch profiler, whatever. Um, that's, I think, what motivated me to get into the program and what motivated me to s- start working in that field. Um, now what motivates me is that I need to get my fucking degree. <laughs> Fair. I mean, that's <laughs> a good motivation. Understandable. Um, I, I need to pass and I need to get it and... There's no such thing as profiling in Netherlands, and I don't think it will happen in the time that I'm alive, or at least that I'm working. So honestly, I don't know what I want to do with it. I've been looking more and more into the research side just to do research for like the military or the police. Um, but that's also something that I'm like, well, would I enjoy it? Probably. Would I enjoy it for a career? Probably not. Um, so, you know, that being said, I think I just want to open up my own bookshop. (laughs) Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, you, people think it's crazy. And in that one conversation I was having with my professor, he was like, people pursue PhDs. Why? Because they want to be challenged. And his aspect on PhD, because this was also, you know going back and forth whether or not I want to do one or not because like I know I'm smart enough I just don't know if I care to be in school that long and blah blah yeah and he was like you want to do a PhD if you want to become an expert in a field he said because classwork work work whatever your PhD program entails 
it's not really going to be harder than what it is now. You won't be forced to regurgitate information any harder than what it is now. No. Like if you are going to PhD because you want a challenge, don't go. Find yeah. something that challenges you. And I was like, I took away from that is like, I definitely don't want to do a PhD now because I'm already infuriated with how my schooling has ended in the last four years. And to go to a school with someone basically telling me, you may not be challenged any more than what you already are. Yeah. I was like, why Why am I going? Yeah. (laughs) And that's kind of where I've pivoted and been like, I can create a challenge for myself and build my two businesses. And hopefully, you know, it works or it fails. It's, it's one or the other. Yep. No. And that's the thing. Like, I, I don't want to not use my degree because I have worked hard for it and it's a very fascinating topic, but at the same time, at this point, I'm going to be completely honest. I don't know if that is what truly makes me happy. Um, yeah. Now, nobody can start a business from scratch, really, because you need investments and you need money to make money, is what I've learned from Ozark in the past eight episodes that I've watched. Oh, no. Um, no, not necessarily. Not necessarily. I mean, Depends a little bit. You like, do. you need to be able to start it up. I also don't want to, if you start something like that, you don't want to be starting off with loans because you got to pay them back. Okay. I don't know so, how much it costs there, but. It costs 50 bucks to make a business here. Well, it depends on what your business is going to be. If your business is opening a bookshop or opening a cafe, you need a space, you need... Yes, if it's something that you can't do, like it's something, yeah, if it's something like that, where you need books, you need coffee, you need machines, you need this, then yeah, it's going to cost a little bit. but... But yeah, like an online business, no, it won't cost that much. Um, so today I was thinking, I was like, what if I just start working and I put money on the side like every month and then in a couple of years, I'm going to pursue this dream of what is idea of a bookshop cafe, whatever, where they sip cocktails and read books. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been just on a mental roller coaster, and it's been an adventure in my brain. Let me tell you that. I've also been thinking, <laughs> I was like, what if I write a book? <laughs> I like writing. I have a fascinating topic to write about, like my chronotype and personality. It's super interesting. What if I just make a book out of it? <laughs> you could. I was, think- I was thinking that in the tram yesterday. Um, so, yeah, like I said, it's it's been a party up in my... In my brain cells. Not in a good way necessarily, but <laughs> Okay. Hold the thought. I'm gonna be right back. I'm I have thought. to get my charger. Okay. Well, then I'll just keep talking to our lovely friends. Um I also decided yesterday that I will be starting with um what's it called? Like food prep. So, oh, nice. Yeah. 
and that falls within the prioritizing physical well-being um mm -hmm. i will tie it back later to this journal but this journal also talks about brain food and i was talking to michael yesterday and he said also to me like hey you are maybe eating enough but you're not eating enough nutrients and just not getting the right um yeah nourishing things that you need during the day so i talked to him and then i talked to my sister and we decided that i will do a weekly like meal prep for lunch so i'll make like a pasta salad a couscous salad i'll have chicken i'll have vegetables just to some have something that fills me up more and nourishes me more than my freaking bread with eggs um so tomorrow we're gonna go to ikea and we're gonna buy some like containers to put it in and then starting next week i'm i'm gonna take up food prepping for the week and i'm gonna do it for my sister's boyfriend also just so that he can also have some better food um nice. which i think is something to just you know it's fun um but i don't know we're we'll see uh, that's my idea. Nutrition plays a critical role. I mean, people overcomplicate it. Uh, but it's it's something I'm very passionate about. And a lot of people are on one of two extremes. They overeat or they undereat. Yeah. And yes. I think I've been undereating. Um, but in a way where, like, it doesn't affect me in a negative way but it also doesn't affect me in a good way you know like i'm not yeah no go ahead I'll like it's just not a, i never really feel energized or nourished by my current diet that's the definition of under eating exactly yeah <laughs> um so and i think i'm not gonna change a lot of things because i'll still eat my yogurt with granola in the morning because i don't want to eat as much in the morning but i think having a lunch that contains a lot of protein a little bit of um carbs as well as vegetables will just give me a little boost to mm -hmm. balance it out a little bit yeah you can't People, they're academics or just brain work, um, intellectual work burns more than what people think. They're like, I'm sitting here. Yes, you're sitting there, but your brain uses glucose for fuel. And if you're not giving it any fuel, it's going to shut down. It, it See, and maybe work. that's what happened during the exam for me. <laughs> Take some skittles in with the exam. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's a thing. Like, now, I mean, now that you, you said that too, um, I we talked in our first episode about self-growth, about journaling. And we talked about bullet journaling. And we pretty quickly came to the conclusion that bullet journaling is not for me. Nor is not creative <laughs> enough, nor has the time. So she gave up. No, nor the patience for that right now. <laughs> but I found this other journal. And it is called Brain Balance Journal. 
You know what's so and funny? I worked at Brain Balance. At a, yeah, at a place called Brain Balance. Yeah, so fun. And <laughs> I am simultaneously reading this book called Brain Under Strain. Okay. And this book basically is talking about how our brains are not keeping up with the change that has happened in the past 30 years, just because our brains don't develop as quickly as the world has um, has developed. And it's saying, well, you have so many external stimuli during the day in this day and age with social media, trains, um, just everything that's going on around you at all times. Mm-hmm that we are forgetting that our brain needs to relax. It needs to be in balance. So that is what this book mostly talks about. And then it's a 10 week guide to um, a more balanced mind. And she kind of writes it from her perspective. Um, And she does, she said, well, I added the references for the people who want the scientific knowledge. <laughs> um, but she just writes a lot of facts and a lot of things about um, about the brain and how we can keep it healthy. And then the journal is really fun. It starts also out with just a bunch of um, facts about the brain and how our brain needs to be balanced by certain things, such as, let me see, um, like brain food, brain knowledge, relaxation, sleep, stress, exercise, and then the brain balance. And it also provides anti-stress tips um it provides exercises it provides like here is this brain balance tips like certain things that you can do to keep your brain more in balance and then the journal itself is a daily journal you start by writing at the beginning of the week um let me see um a weekly planner for food so that you write down what you're you want to eat or what you have eaten during that week and then the days where is it trying to find it it's divided into days so on each page there's one day and then here you see a to-do list of things that you need to do that day you have brain balance goals. So out of the things that you saw in the brain balance mm-hmm. um, chart, what do you want to focus on? So for today, I said drink water. I want to focus on not being as stressed. That didn't work out. <laughs> I want to focus on relaxation. I want to stretch and I want to read. And then you can also write down what you ate what you did for exercise, what you did for relaxation, and something that you're grateful for. And then you do that every day of the week. And then at the end of the week, you have a weekly reflection moment. Um, So you kind of write down, how did it go this week? What are three successes this week to celebrate? 
what went well, what went less well, and what steps do I want to take next week? And so it's a weekly, weekly process and it's 90 days. So it's like one quarter of the year. And she also recommends that you basically journal in it for 15 minutes a day, whether it's the actual journal part or the exercises and tips and and tricks and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm curious to see how that will go. But I think the hardest part is just staying consistent with filling it out. I think so too. Yeah. Um, I filled it out last night, my first day. And there you go. I will fill today out as well. Um, yeah, and I think it's just very interesting. The book is actually, they have a Dutch version, but I purchased the English version just because I like reading English more. But like here, it says, here's a topic, antioxidants, is if that's how you say it. Yes. Um, and it says, what are certain foods that are high in antioxidants and then the health benefits of antioxidants. So it's like a lot of, just useful you know, information. there's this big thing that's going around. I don't know if it's just me because I am in the field or if it's in general more, main, more mainstream than just my field. But tart cherry juice with your choice of like sparkling water or mineral water, or whatever mixed with magnesium glycinate it's called the sleep girl mocktail um yeah magnesium is good before sleep i've heard but only only one only magnesium glycinate there's other forms of magnesium which are not good for bedtime interesting okay magnesium glycinate yeah put it away um if that's called sleep girl mocktail because tart cherry has crap ton of antioxidants in it magnesium glycinate yeah. helps you produce melatonin naturally and then you can have your choice of mixer mineral water sparkling water whatever vodka. no but i mean if you want the vodka <laughs> sure i wouldn't recommend not recommended night. maybe like on a weekend if that's yeah. the case drink wine fair there. Some but, white wines, wine, white no. sparkling wine. No, dark red. Not if you mix it with the thing. It no, would be but, good in white. No, no, yeah. If you want to mix it, I'm talking about yeah. dark red wine, like dry red wine. Basically, does the same thing. Well, yeah. If you only have like one glass. Now, if you're doing like a two to five type of glass night, no. <laughs> But that's interesting. And what is, it's a cherry, what? Tart cherry. And you can do powder or juice. Tart cherry. T-A-R-T. Yeah, I know how to spell it. I just have no clue what it is. And then you can get it in powder form or juice form. Don't get it in, you can get it in juice, concentrate, or powder. Just make sure it's not really mixed with other sugary things 
Interesting. Yeah, I'll um I'll look into that. Maybe I'm gonna make myself a sleepy girl juice before going to bed. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's something that's really. I mean, I've been sleeping well. Like my sleep is not the problem. Um, it's just uh during the day that's a problem for me. Your tiredness. It's not going to help your tiredness during the day. It's because you don't eat enough. No, but I'm not tired necessarily. I I have a lot of trouble focusing. It's the same um, thing. Kind of goes hand in hand. Well, I Mentally, know. you're tired. Yes, I am. You're distracted. Yeah, very much so. I like everything else better than my schoolwork. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. No. Um, also something I've struggled with. Yeah, I've been I've been struggling a lot lately. It's fine. Good thing we're on self growth. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why I've come to the realization that I've been struggling because we've been focusing on this and I'm like, well, shit, I'm really not doing so hot. Maybe. Fair. It makes you re rethink some things. Yeah, totally. Um, but for me, finding a purpose and sports again, because I don't know. I think that one is something that we have to re- reframe in our mind because right now I think we kind of fall into a similar category where we're doing it because we know we're supposed to. Yes, that's the only reason I'm doing it. And- and I think it's just one of those things you have to reframe reframe in your head while you're doing it. Yeah. And like, I'm... yeah, you're supposed to, you know, if we think about it as like it's, you know, an hour to our, myself or um, I'm taking care of if you want to get scientific with it, just be like, this is what my brain needs. This is what my body needs. Uh, I need some dopamine. You know, it's, you can look at it from a um, body positivity standpoint of saying like, I did this for my body because I know it can do it and it needs to do it. Um, it's just reshaping why we're doing it. And I think that's the hardest thing as post-athlete, ex-athlete, reshaping why we have to be physically yeah. active. Yeah. And that also is a process that I'm I'm working on. But we'll get there. I, I do think for me it's going to be a lot easier whenever I'm in one place. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now I'm just so so much going back and forth between home and my sisters that I really cannot find a consistent thing that I enjoy. Like I would like to take up ice skating or something like that, but I can only really start doing that once I'm in one spot consistently. That's fair. I feel like the busier your schedule, the harder it is to make time 
for something, but also the more that thing is needed. Yes. And I would, it's hard I would to, agree. I don't know, it, it's hard to in that cycle. Yeah, and I think once I find like a job or you know, something that it doesn't um, require me to go from one place to another all the time, it'll definitely help with that. Do you have any other questions that you had for me about like the self growth or? Um, I had a few, but I feel like touched on them like through conversation. I guess one big thing is where do you turn for support? during these tough times you honestly no with you so what are some things within your day-to-day life that you turn to (laughs) but you said you talked to your dad so that's that's one (laughs) well yeah but that was just a one-time conversation like that's not he listens to this don't say that (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it was a one time, like, we barely have those those types of conversations. You know, he, we are the goofy people in the family. We don't have serious conversations <laughs> with each other. Um, so, no, I can always go to my family if I want to and if I feel like it. But, like, today I was a bit moody and upset because of the bad grade I got. And then, you know, I don't think they really understand where I'm coming from or mm-hmm. how how terrible I'm actually feeling. Yeah. Um, so it's it's hard to to really talk to them with about that because I don't think they really understand. Um, I did meet a girl a few weeks ago who we've, the one that I go on the coffee dates with every (laughs) week and she's really cool and she's very understanding and she is definitely someone close by who I could talk to if I wanted to. Um, but I'm going to be completely honest with you. You're there and you're, you're my support system. (laughs) That's a lot of pressure. (laughs) (laughs) No, like together with Michael, like it just sucks that all my really important people that I feel like truly know me and truly understand me are on the other side of the world. And that makes it really difficult. Yeah. I mean, it's like Saturday I had a massive meltdown. Wasn't great. Uh, yeah, I, I even told Hunter, <laughs> he was like, what's wrong? And I'm like, you don't understand. And it's because I've applied for these jobs. And, you know, at that point, you know, their thing says, we check applications every day. I'm like, <laughs> um, six days later. Um, yeah. So I really felt like I was going to stay stuck in lab. I wasn't going to get an opportunity to leave. My thesis work, I'm stressed as fuck about it, but my professors and my committee are like, oh, you have time, you're so far ahead, blah, blah. And I'm like, 
no, no, no. I don't want it to be like the beginning. Like, I get that you guys now have the standard that I can do this in three days, but I don't want to do this in three days. No, no. Um, so I was stressed about that and just, I have two two weeks to get all my stats done and write two chapters. Like, I'm like freaking out. And then I have school and I have a test tomorrow and then a presentation next week. And I just. Overwhelmed. Like, it's cold here. And I was like, I really didn't just want to stay inside all day today because I just can't stay inside anymore. And so then I go through my whole like mental, like I'm just going to clean everything because if I clean everything, yeah. then my brain cleans, but it really doesn't work that way. But that's how I process. <laughs> and um then I was I I was like what do your like what do your friends at work like do on the weekend like what do they do like maybe you know and not that we go meet up with them but like give us some ideas of oh we could do like oh well they kind of just go golf or just sit around and I just like lost it (laughs) I lost it and I was like I he was like I go back to cleaning very vigorously because, you know, that helps your brain, right? Um, uh-huh. And then I just start crying and just, like, crying. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. And, <laughs> and Hunter was like, what's making you so upset? And I was like, I feel so alone and stuck. And he was like, but you, you can talk to me, like, you can do all of this. And I was like, I know, but you are fine just sitting here and watching TV. If I do that, I have a long list that goes through my head, and I'm freaking out that I'm not doing anything. But then when yeah. I want to go do something that I could, you know, we could do and not just sit and watch TV because then it makes me overthink, there's nothing to do. And I was like, honestly, I just miss Mart because at least we would go do something. <laughs> For real, though. Like, and even if it was just going to freaking Sonic and get some mozzarella sticks, it didn't matter. <laughs> I was like, and it's like nothing against them because I know we would go do whatever. Like, I know he would do anything. And it's not a diss at him of being like, I miss you, like, you don't understand. But it's just different. It's different. different. And I was like, I just, I was like, I'm not wanted by other people at work. I can't stay in the one I'm in right now because I'm about to lose my mind. And it's just like, yeah, it's just... And he told me, oh, well, all my people at work, they just go golfing or, like, sit around. And I was like, uh-uh. Shit. There's got to be something else to do. There's got to be. Yeah, so, no, I, I feel you on that. And I already, I like it that you have to wake up early. Because <laughs> I get texts from you early in the day. <laughs> And I don't mind it, um, but it just, it's so annoying that we cannot just hop into each other's room and vent for yeah. however long we need. Or we can just drive somewhere to a freaking park and just walk around. Those 
things I miss so much. Yeah. And don't here, cry. It's you just, can't cry on here. This is a happiness. I'm not gonna cry. <laughs> I'm not gonna cry. Um, I will do after after we hang up. No. <laughs> no. No, but it's just yeah, it's so different and just having like the people that really truly get me um you have lived with me for two years so you know me all the bad and all the good um so like i don't have that here right now yeah it's i think it's hard and like you're you move back and you didn't really build that there you built it here and so now it's like you're navigating pretty much on your own because you don't have that other person um and you know I'm me and I've never felt that anyone understands me so I mean there's legitimately like hunter I mean I've come pretty close hmm I come pretty close to understanding you no, so I mean, like, no, no, I'm talking about like you left. So the only people left. Oh here yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's Hunter and Paige, but that's just different. Yeah. Um. It's not the same. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Yeah, I mean, like Paige and I get along. Like we're we're good friends. Like whatever, but it, it's it's different. Yeah. Um. I don't feel like I would call her my friend, but I don't feel like I could just. Like text her and be like, let's hang out. Let's let's go. You know, let's go for a walk or a drive. like. I couldn't do that. I don't. And I mean, like I'm I'm sure she would. She would be okay with that. She would not mind. Yeah, but... maybe. I don't know. I just feel like that's not that relationship dynamic. Yeah. Um, and if you know what, we should like... create. We should create a long-distance bestie awareness day. <laughs> we should. Let's see. What day should it be? <laughs> Actually, it should be Sorry. a whole month. Honestly. Oh, God. No, but it's... National day. Everyone's no, international. International. International day. Everyone's For required sure. to take off and spend it with their friends. <laughs> yeah. We just fly across the world yeah exactly yeah it's, it's no big deal we'll ask taylor swift and travis kelsey to pop that uh private jet oh sure <laughs> you know i know one solution and that is for you to come live here you can Easy. come back and live here i don't want to though <laughs> Fair. <laughs> i've lived long enough in the united states for me to realize it's it's not the vibe that's fair. Yeah. No, but I, that, I feel like this is a good, good conclusion to our episode. I, so the way I wrote this blog, I used the like dictaphone in my phone on notes. And I was just talking about what I wanted to write down. And then at some point I, I said, like, I'm realizing this is a pretty depressive blog, but it's just the way it is right now. <laughs> But I did not add that, but I was like, this is, this is how it is. It's okay. Like, and that is, that's why I felt like the title is pretty, pretty fitting. 
um, being real, the challenges and setbacks of self-growth, because it isn't all only sunshine and rainbows and butterflies. It's dark clouds and rainstorms and shitty days. And we'll get through it, but we got to have each other to get through it. And Nice to Yeah, so anything you want to add to end this pretty happy slash depressive episode? No, I think think we've covered everything. I think so too. Now, next week, we have another guest, right? Yes. Oh, I thought you were continuing, and so I didn't want to... No, no, I was... I was kind of just waiting for your, um, anyway, next week we have a guest. It's not going to be related to self growth. Um, but it's going to be related to, do you want to, do we want to say it? What's going to be related to, or we want to surprise them? Surprise. Surprise. Okay. Then we're going to surprise you all. Um, it's going to be the same setup as with Kyle where we introduce our guest in our blog and then later on have him as a guest on the podcast. So yes, make sure to tune in and we hope y'all enjoyed this, um, this episode and let us know if you're struggling with anything and maybe we can help you figure it out a little bit because as we've changed our, motto i guess our bio to like we're all in this together uh this self-growth process is something that we need to support each other and so we want to thank you for joining us as we offer a glimpse into the world of true friendship where even though worlds may seem apart the connection remains strong (music) 